This summer, get road trip ready with the brake experts at Midas. With up to $100 back on two-axle brake service when you use your Midas credit card. So you can make sure every stop on your road trip is one you want to make. Request your appointment today at Midas.com. Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your hosts, Rita and Mel. Hi everyone and welcome to another amazing episode of Brian Entertainment Showcase. So today we have Hook Diggy who is a hip-hop artist and just a majorly inspirational people, a person just like we have every single show. So welcome to the show Hook Diggy. Welcome. Hey thank you for having me I appreciate being here. Welcome. My new friends, Rita and Mel. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tell us, where did your love of hip hop music start? Yeah, you know, um, it's funny because I was, um, I'm come from a musical family. So I always like, you know, jazz, R&B, you know, even rock references and stuff like that. And I was a big, uh, you know, Tribe Called Quest, mm. Fresh Prince fan. And, you know, when I fell in love with hip hop, it was actually at my birthday party. Uh, I was having a birthday party and uh it was a, it was i can't remember what year it was or what age i was turning but i was young i was a kid and there was about i don't know 13 people at this birthday party in the basement at my mom's house and it was so funny because you know these were friends from school so they come together and we'll talk a little bit and then after the small talk you know it's just like i don't know what happened like all the boys went to one side all the girls went to one side <laughs> and it was just real awkward because it was like there was no plan it was just like kids all together and so then a friend of mine he went over to the stereo and he put in this cd and the first the, the next thing you heard i don't know if you guys are familiar with tribe called quest is beneath yeah. apple bomb uh, yeah. but when that came on when that beat dropped it was the first time i heard the song and it was the most it was the dopest thing i ever heard and it was so sweet to watch like everybody in the room just kind of like start dancing yeah. to the groove and then, like, we all kind of came together and started talking and just hanging. And it was the first time I realized that music brings people together. And it was, like, clear that my homie was not leaving without with that CD because I had to have it. And, you know, I listened to that CD over and over and over and over and over again. And I was just like, oh, my God, I love this sound. And so that's yeah. when I kind of fell in love with it. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely yeah. right there. Music definitely brings people together. Um, there's nothing uh, more amazing than when you're just kind of, it's, I think it's in the beat, it's in the melody, and yeah. it just, just makes everyone calm down and chill and just enjoy. Or it could, uh, you know, kind of amp you Energize up, but at you. least yeah. it's, you know, right. you're there. Brings That's right. That's right. Amazing. So, of course, like, you've, um, you, you're a music artist, and you make music that, you know, that it helps people feel good and, it, yeah. you know, it's got a lot of positive vibes to it. What would you say was your kind of inspiration behind that? Was it like the hip hop beats, like you said, or was there more to it? Yeah, it kind of it kind of grew over time. When I first started rapping, I got inspired by a group of mine, a group from my hometown of Flint, Michigan, called the Dayton Family. And before I started rapping, you know, I just used to like hip hop. I used to love hip hop music. I was just a big music head. And they had released an independent EP in the city. And I remember getting a call 
at home and with a buddy of mine, well, I think it was my cousin. My cousin was like, hey, you know, uh, it's something going on up at this club called Mr. Lucky's. He was like, everybody in the city is up there. And it was just like, what in the world is going on? And so uh, I had my stepdad drop me off and the parking lot was packed. Nobody was in the club. We were all out in the parking lot. Uh, <laughs> but this group, the Dayton family, they had this uh, very chrome caravan. They used to drive around the city and promote them and everything. But they had the caravan in the parking lot and they had the back open and they were playing this music, you know, that you had never heard before, but it was dope. But we're all in the parking lot and it's like, what is going on? But they're giving out, you know, cassettes of yeah. their album. And like, hey, this is us, you know, listen to it, enjoy it, spread the word. It was unreal. I had never seen anything like that. Plus, the music was good. And the vibe and the community of just just them being able to give away their talent. It was just like, oh, my goodness. And I went home and I listened to this and I was like, hey, these are guys that are in my same city. They grow up, they grow up they're down the street from me. You know, they're just they're 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 a representation of who I am and where I can come from. And so I was like, I want to rap. I was like, I'm going to start rapping. And so it's like everybody in the city started rapping after that. And so we, I wasn't that good at first, but you know, you practice and you, you emulate what you've seen. But one of the things I took from the Dayton family and we're to two totally different styles of music, but I love what they do. I think they're great in their lane for what they do. But what I learned from that event was once again, watching how, you know, music brings community together and how they kind of took their music. And it's like, Hey, we're going to do music and we're going to make music, for, you know, we're going to make money from it and everything like that. But we want the music to kind of bring our city together. Like, hey, can we come together and enjoy something, you know, like, you know, with each other, you know, and it was great because they weren't selling it. They were giving it away. Yeah, they were giving it away. And so I started writing in and my first my first couple of styles was like, OK, I'm going to emulate what they were doing and I'm going to emulate my favorite artists. Yeah. And it's like I kind of had to find the sweet spot for where I wanted to be. And I think I kind of got it after uh, performing and uh, watching others get on stage. And it, it, it was, I was really heavy on, I'm one of the, if you're familiar with hip hop music, you know that there's a sect of community that are really hip hop purists. They really believe yeah. in the, you know, the lyricism, the structure, the, you know, the history of hip hop, you know, we call them hip hop purists. Sometimes we call them backpackers. I used to be heavy into that. I used to be like, hey man, if you're not bringing no rhymes, if you ain't no MC, whack, you know, this and that and that. And that didn't work for me. It did for a while, but after a while, it was just kind of like, well, what am I angry about? You know, why am I mad that somebody else isn't, you know, doing something? And so it would kind of, I was watching how we would get off stage and we'd be like, oh, you know, you're a whack and see if you don't do this, blah, 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 blah. And then you would see this other group get up there and they would just do something just fun. Yeah. And then it was just like, well, think about how the hip hop music that I like, you like it because it's fun. You like it because it's engaging. You like it because it makes people smile. And so I started to transition to like, okay, what happens if you make the kind of music that inspired you and that you love to do anyway? You know, and so then it was just kind of like, you know what? I can stay true to the history of hip hop, the culture of hip hop. I can also make good music and you kind of blend both worlds together. You know, it doesn't mean I have to be, you know, derogatory or, you know, a profane, you know, and it doesn't mean that I also have to be super lyrical all the time, but it's kind of yeah. like, does the, does the music make people feel good? And does it make them have a good, and I was like, great, there's my lane. That is what I'm doing. And that's where I'm staying. So I know that was a little roundabout answer to get to where I am now, but I wanted you to have some history. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I talk to other uh, artists, I'll be like, you know, I know what that's like. I've been there. I know what that is. You know, I didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm just gonna make some good fun music. You know, it was a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's great. Do you, I mean, when you um, write your lyrics, what are you, what, what, is it based on 
real life and like things you've personally gone through or is it just like observations or what you want to actually bring to the world or is it a blend of all of that yeah yeah most for, for me mostly it's a blend of all of that uh, I try to make inspirational music so um, if you're constantly living your life in a state of growth uh, it's good to talk about what the next step is, even though you may not know what it is because you're inspiring somebody that's, you know, on the step behind you. And so by the time I talk about the step that I'm on right now, by the time you hear it, I may be on the next step. And so for me, it's just kind of like, okay, what inspires me to be a better person, to be a better artist, you know, to live a better life. And I'm like, you know what, sometimes I talk, it, you know, talk as is. Or I'll talk from an experience kind of standpoint. Hey, let me share this experience with you that I've had and what I learned from it and what you can learn from it. So, you know, it's kind of like a little bit of both. You know, it's you know, it's a little bit of both. As long as as long as people feel good after they hear the music, you know, that's 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 what's important to me. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely love that. And yeah, we're all about growth. Um, and yeah, it's all about trying to get people to feel inspired and to kind of think, you know, and again, it's the good stuff as well. So I guess like even if you were to put stuff about, you know, past or experiences, but where you were at to where you can go. So I yes. think that's uh, amazing. Yes, yes. So, Let's go into a little bit behind Hook Diggy. So where did the name Hook Diggy come from? Yeah, so Hook Diggy is, uh, it is a, it, what do I say? It is a, uh, it came together. So um, that didn't start with the name Hook Diggy, but I always started with the name Hook. So my cousin, when we were younger, we used to, uh, you know, back in Flint, where I'm from, you see the Flint hat. Uh, we used to have this thing we call stanging on each other, which is basically just putting each other down jokingly, you know, telling jokes <laughs> on each other, you know, that's yeah, what we used yeah. to do in the high school. And so we were joking with each other one day. I was calling him fat. He was calling me skinny. You know, whatever it was, it was, you know, jokes. And uh, out of nowhere, he had just called me Hook Hogan. And um, it was it. a play on Hulk Hogan. Yeah, so yeah. Hook Hogan. And, you know, people used to say, and I still do, they say that I have a hook shaped head. And so that was the uh, that was the joke oh, back in school. Okay. Day, you, know, you got that hook shaped head. And so my cousin called me Hook Hogan. And, you know, the whole you know class started cracking up. I was like, oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> but I liked the hook part because it was something personal to me. It was kind of like, well, I can't complain how my head is shaped. You know, if you think it's shaped like a hook, I mean, but that's but that's who I am. And that's me. And so I liked yeah. it because it was kind of like, well, now we got something. I got a nickname now. And so, you know, we played with Hook for a while. And then another friend of mine had uh, he had added, you know, like some extra stuff to it. Like his name was Murph and we called him Smurf. And, you know, he called me like Hook Dignius one day. And I was like, OK, I like that because now it makes the hook a little bit more pronounced. It's not as plain, but it was hard to pronounce. And so I had a, a little solo career for a minute under that name, Hook Dignius. And then it was just like, OK, I don't I don't want to make it complicated for people i don't want to have to tell people how do you pronounce this i want you to be able to look at it and be like okay it's fine and so we just kind of took a derivative of hook dignity and called it hook diggy made it simple awesome yeah yeah i think what i love about what well i'm hearing and i'm sure mel does as well but is the journey that you're going through and everything you're taking from your journey be that from you know school and you know onwards and you're actually bringing it into your career and it's blending and you you don't lose that side of you it's always there yeah. and I think that's what's beautiful about it is that you're not letting go of who you are yeah. and your childhood and and your your upbringing which I think is 
brilliant because it's so easy. Yes, it is. Lose it, isn't it? it, Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that because that's that is something that definitely fuels me. I'm very, uh, I'm very keen on artists really tapping into who they are authentically. Yeah. You know, because it really helps you uh, find your authentic place as artists. I used to run a music studio, so um, I ran a studio for like ten years working with artists and just having that behind the scenes. You know, one of one of the most vulnerable people you can work with is a music artist. You know, because they're bringing yeah. you this concept, this song, this idea, and they don't know if the world is gonna like it. Sometimes they don't know if they're gonna like it. You know, sometimes they're unsure of their talent. Yeah. You know, and my job in the studio a lot of times be like, hey, I understand exactly how you feel. So let's get this song right. You know, what do we need to do to, you know, to, you know, to really get down deep and get that feel. Hey, you know what? That's not you, you know, do this, you know, put more of yourself into there, you know, open up some more, you know? And so the more artists as we tap into that and not try to be ashamed of it, you know, not have shame and or guilt around who we are, you know, Hey man, rock, rock with it to the world, you know, love yourself, be yourself, you know, use past pain and put it into, you know, current, current hits, yeah yeah I love that and it's definitely that important point there a lot of people are so ready to say that was my path it's not me anymore I'm different and they're trying to disengage and then be something that not necessarily not that they're not but you know you have to have the wounds from the journey or not necessarily the wounds but the happy times as well because again it's what builds who we are yeah Yeah. that's right that's right brilliant absolutely love it so tell us about your platform this is hip-hop yeah, so I came up with a concept of uh, This Is Hip Hop uh, years ago, probably like 2013, I did a concert at the Beverly Center in Los Angeles during Grammy week. And we wanted to come up with something, you know, hip hoppy, but kind of trendy. And so we called it This Is Hip Hop. And I used to do a um, little hashtag anytime I did something or posted something that I considered was, you know, hip hop culture. I would always hashtag it, this is hip hop. So we called that show then the This Is Hip Hop Tour. And then I went on to do like a bi-monthly live show that we called This Is Hip Hop Thursdays. We were like, okay, what flows on what day? You know, This Is Hip Hop Wednesdays didn't work. So we did Thursdays, you know. So we did This Is Hip Hop Thursdays. And it's all about, you know, good vibes, good energy, people coming together to give good performances. And so during the pandemic, you know, we couldn't do live shows anymore. Mm -hmm. So we were like, okay, well, what can we do to still give people, you know, some kind of live, experience and so we started performing every Thursday uh from you know from like the middle of 2020 and we called it this is hip-hop Thursdays and it was just like a platform for people to come enjoy good vibes good music I grabbed a couple of uh good artists that I worked with I grabbed my drummer to come in get on some songs and we would just kind of do this like variety music show for an hour you know I would do a set my buddy guys vessel would do a set uh a drummer he would do a solo we will bring in, you know, my other uh, homie, Amber Assign, who might do some poetry. She might give you a little bit of a, you know, a, we call it a like We had a segment called Healing with Hip Hop. So she may tell you about some herbs or something you can use to make yourself better cool. and then go into a song. So, you know, it was just like a nice little vibe that we did for people to have some kind of live entertainment during yeah. the pandemic. Sounds great. Amazing. So is that still running now? When is it like, you know, people like from all over the world able to head over to the platform? Where- now we have uh, several, uh, several episodes on YouTube, but yeah. at the beginning of the year, we were trying to decide how we were going to switch over to live. Uh, but with everything happening now with this Delta variant, we might be back to the virtual. Uh, <laughs> <thing>. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. yeah. 
Amazing. That's great. But yeah, if people want to check out those episodes, you can go to thisishiphopthursdays.com and then they're all on YouTube and you can check them out. Um, yeah, as I said, we were just, you know, having some, you know, fun with the music, giving you some, you know, positive look up because, you know, last year was a lot of just, ah, man, it was just so much bad stuff and the news was just, yeah, and I used to tell oh, yeah. people like this was a break away from the craziness of the world, you know, yeah. and we made sure that during that time we didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk about, you know, stuff that you already knew about. Let's just have some fun with some music. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think also the fact that you still kept the music alive even during that time, because a lot of people, it, it's so easy just to switch off and be like, right. you know, not entertain. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to listen to what we're told to do. And, you know, my career, I'm just going to put it on hold. But no, right. you've right. kept the people entertained and you... And I think it helped musicians to also think outside the box as well and to realize how can we still get yeah. our music out there, which this platform has done. So That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, the world became a lot smaller, you know, last year as artists started to figure out, okay, well, I'm not doing live concerts, I'm not doing appearances, I'm not doing club appearances and things like that. I need to uh, still be able to connect with my exactly. fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Great. So currently you've got um, a new EP that you're working on. You yes. need to go into a little bit more about that. Yeah. So the new EP is called Mike Check Music. And it, it actually culminated while we were doing This Is Hip Hop Thursday. So I don't know if you guys knew this or planned that question just perfectly. <laughs> but it birthed out of This Is Hip Hop Thursday. So well, what, happened is, what happened was I was basically doing live versions of all of my music and during that time and it was just like well what happens if people want that live sound without necessarily having to be live and it was mm -hmm. like let's take some of these songs that we've been performing and recording and give people something they can listen to to give them that connection through music to give them that live feeling through music and it's a five song ep called mic check music that uh we're hoping to come out you know august 13th but i'm doing a release party for it on august 12th and it's going to be virtually over zoom so you can watch it all over the world uh, and you can get a ticket for it we're giving out free tickets for it at tickets.hookdiggy.com and i'm going to perform all of the songs i'm going to connect with the people i'm going to give some stuff away you know all of my performances are always engaging you know enlightening and interactive sounds great amazing yeah so we'll definitely put that on uh yeah definitely promo that so that would be absolutely amazing and yeah very very cool indeed um okay so let's move on to a little bit more juicy stuff with you collaborating with uh the drummer jay spence yeah so yeah tell us a bit more about this collaboration and and this craft that you're kind of moving into here yeah, so uh, I have always been a because I'm I'm a I'm a musician by nature, you know. Like I know studio musicians, but I played in marching band, I played in jazz band, uh, you know. I played clarinet, piano, uh, soprano, saxophone. You know, I was I was a musician before I was an artist, and mm -hmm. so I'm I'm big on music and production. Yeah. And so it's hard when you're a hip hop artist. You know, we used to the turntables, beat machines, stuff like that. You know, move the crowd, DJ, all that kind of stuff. That's great. I love that. I love that about the hip hop culture. That's hip hop all day. But when I put my musical element in it, I love having live instruments on stage. You know, I like performing with, you know, live instrumentation and a DJ and a drum machine. We can blend all of the sounds together, you know, but as a collective, let's create music together. Yeah. And so when I when I met Jay Spence, we were just, you know, I think we were we were um just sitting talking one day like, hey, you know, I was I was on a, a job site and 
he happened to be over there by his car and we were just having a conversation, you know, just talking about, you know, hey, who are you? Nice to meet you, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, I can't wait till I move into my new house so I can set up my drum set. And it was like, oh, you do music? You play drums? And he's like, man, I've been wanting to play, but I don't have anybody to play with. And it was just like, are you serious right now? I was like, I've been looking to put together a live band for my shows. And he was like, well, come over, man. You got to come over. And I think I came over that next day and I brought a whole bunch of instrumentals and we just played all night. And we just played all night and we just got into grooves and vibes. And I was like, I cannot do another show without you, bro. Like, this is like me and you got to be able to put this together. And so I've been collaborating with Jay Spence ever since. And, you know, it's been about maybe five years now we've been we've been collaborating and working together. He's a great drummer. I love working with him. He's all about good music as well. He's, you know, he's trained, you know, jazz, gospel, rock, hip hop. He can play it all. So shout out to Jay Spence. Amazing. Absolutely love that. I mean, just having like a simple conversation, it could be just like a daily, everyday sort of conversation, or you've just met that person. But look how much has evolved. That's right. It's there. And like that one conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And viewers like listening in, you know, it's all about connecting with people. And you Mm. never know when you get to know someone, what doors it can open up. So I'm hoping you're getting some real good uh, tips and advice here from (laughs) Hook Biggie. Because don't be afraid to smile and talk to people yeah exactly (laughs) love it so what keeps you motivated and inspired in your career you know um I say the fans man you know um and I don't even call my fans my fans I call them my uh, you know people have a fan base Mm -hmm. I have a fam base because I call my fans my fam so I have a fan base and so uh, man, listening to them uh, saying things, you know, like music, insp- my music inspires them and helps get them through the day. They're looking forward to new music. You know, hey, Hook, you doing okay? Just checking out, you know, the relationship. But I tell artists at the time, you know, you're not really selling music. You know, music is the medium, but, you know, you're selling an experience. You're selling a relationship. You're selling a connection, you know, with these yeah. fans. And the ones that feel connected to you the most are the ones that you have to, you know, work with and keep the most because we have a there's you're always going to have your core fan base you know and then from there you'll have the other fans you know uh, we go with the the kelly theory of a thousand true fans you know if you got a thousand that's gonna ride or die with you all the time you know you know you got fans man i know i have certain artists i'm fans of like it don't matter what they do i'm gonna be a fan of them just forever and so when you when you nurture those thousand true fans uh it grows out from there and people want more and more and more of that connection so what inspires me is just hey man continuing to be an inspiration to this fam to my music fam uh to continue to be of integrity you know i'm big on you know uh people saying hey man i appreciate what you're doing i like what you're doing keep doing it and it's like hey i will you know i appreciate it you know and you and you know as artists we have to appreciate ourselves too because i know some artists that they they're looking for the fanfare first you know they want the million views they want the thousand hits you know they want all of that all of that all of that and and you can see it you know now obviously i mentioned the names but you can see it those that didn't have any substance when they get all of that it's too much pressure and it crumbles down and then all of a sudden you hear all of these bad stories about these artists it's like you didn't have any foundation put that love in yourself first love what you do first love wanting to give it to somebody else first okay great now let's talk about numbers let's talk about how we can increase the numbers and everything like that so you can understand what those numbers mean you know with more numbers comes more of yourself you have to give are you ready to do that you know, and and walking that line instead of just saying, oh, well, I just want to be the most famous person, the most richest person in the world. Like, why? You know, that's why. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you are your music, aren't you? Ooh. That's right. Yeah. That is exactly right. 
And, you know, this is actually a perfect opportunity to bring this uh, this part into it. Yeah. What do you think, um, other than what you've mentioned here about loving yourself and loving what you do, what do you think also holds a lot of aspiring hip hop artists or any artists back from doing what they're doing or just kind of getting more towards that success, whatever that yeah. success um, I would say uh, choosing the right surroundings. It took me a while to figure out that, you know, you are the product of the you know the top five people you're around you know so if your surroundings aren't in a good space it's going to hinder you you know somebody's going to be holding you down there's going to be some energy in the space that's going to be you know there just to keep you back enough you know and so uh i hate to tell artists this because you know I, i've had to experience and i know what it's like but sometimes yeah. you do need to change your circle you know sometimes the closest mm -hmm. people to you are the ones that you know, want to see you fail and you'll be trying and you're trying, you're trying and you wonder why you're not getting anywhere. You know, it's, it's you, you have to be aware of those that are around you and that are supportive and that are honestly supportive. You know, it's not yeah. afraid to tell you like, eh, you know, you could do a little bit better on that one. Oh, I didn't like that one, but I like this. one. You know, I'm always kind of like, give me something good when you give me something bad. Yeah. You know? yeah. If somebody is giving you something bad all of the time, that, that might be a red flag. You know, and so we have our, and especially in the hip hop community, you know, I grew up, you know, you had your boys, you get loyal, you know, your, your hood, your crew, you know, this is who I'm with, you know, and, you know, sometimes people in that crew aren't meant for you at the next stage of your journey. And yeah. so you have to think about that because you, your idea is that oh, I'm bringing the whole crew. I want to bring everybody with me. Sometimes it's not it's to, to, to get into your brilliance. You have to change your circle sometime. You know, I say a lot of times you're the smartest one in your circle. It's time for a new circle. As artists, we have to always be thinking of uh, what is the next step, you know, for yeah. us. You know, and people can still be cool. You can call and check on them, you know, whenever but they, they may not have to be there at every meeting. They may not have to be there at every step. They may not have to be there at every single thing you do. Yeah. You know, learn how to maneuver yourself first and then you'll figure out like, OK, well, you know, this. Oh, you know, what? these are my people over here. This is this is a good thing. Over, I'm going to go over here. Nope, it's not for me. It doesn't feel right. You know, yeah. you know be in tune with that. And the quicker you can get in tune with that, the more you realize, OK, um, what circles you need to be moving in and who you need to be associating with. Because a lot of times you'll be like, well, it doesn't feel right. You have to trust your gut, but you'll be like, it doesn't feel right, but they have this or they have that. And so I want to be connected to that because I'm not sure of myself. So I'm going to be connected to somebody else's thing. Like, you know, I tell people, don't, don't, don't help fulfill somebody else's dream. Be clear what yours is so you exactly. can get your dream taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're always growing as well. That's right. You know, just listening to you, Hook Diggy, I think you've got a book in you that you need to get out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there is. We're going to oh, add man. to some of yeah. your projects here. Yeah. Write a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I will. That sounds like a good idea, man. I'm, I'm starting to get to the space where I love sharing uh, anything that can help the next person, you know, because when, yeah. when I was coming up, I didn't have the guy that says you know oh well, look you should do this or follow this we were just kind of making it up as we were going along but to have somebody that can really pour into and can give me you know the the, the way or what the what not to do yeah hey, if I could save somebody else time be like don't do that don't do that do it this way or you know do what's going to be best for you and it just saves them two or three years of their life that you're not getting back I'm like hey how you doing then maybe this is what I was supposed to be here for, to do it, to pave the way for somebody and then give back. And now we can just keep passing that information and keep mm -hmm. passing it on to the next generation. Yeah, because yeah. I think what it is also is that you've seen 
like over the generations you've seen the changes you know you've yeah. gone through the experience of being the fan and being the person who like you know listen to all the different um hip-hop artists out there to actually be uh, being a hip-hop artist and having yeah. fans of your own so I just think it would be nice for you know a hip-hop artist to come out with a book and, and be like you know what read this this is going to help you in your journey of course we're not pushing you you know when i write the book can i have you guys write the foreword how about that can i reach oh, out to you oh something? absolutely yeah, yeah. Right. this is collaboration right yeah, yeah. happening on my men's showcase that's right that's right absolutely love it but yeah and i think also you know moving on from this there's a lot there especially what you've mentioned here about having the right people around you and and like you said, it might be just at this point, yeah, this is an amazing crowd that you've got around you or a group of friends, but you need to choose wisely because, yeah, it's about if there is a, a negative that comes across, then it's like, okay, well, give me some positives. And I think just like the way you said it was absolutely mm. on point. Yeah. And a lot of us miss that because we tend to hoard, like we hoard things, we hoard people. Right. And yes, it's important to know what is healthy for you and what isn't. And it's not necessarily saying you're going to be horrible to that person, but it's just like, okay, I know when I need to move on and when I need to, yeah that's right that's right and you and you know it's, it's no love lost like i said you can call and check on them you know you know but you don't have to be with them every day you know exactly. you can you know you're just kicking and hang so. yeah yeah perfect yeah. yeah so apart from the book what other projects are you gonna be working on <laughs> so i'm uh besides the ep we're trying to decide what new singles we're going to be dropping the later half of the year mm -hmm. uh we haven't decided whether or not me and my dp uh haven't decided whether we're going to do because it's a five song ep we haven't decided whether we're going to do a music video for each ep because I also run a film production company, which my studio that I was running where I had the artists coming in, it turned into a film production company. And so I'm always doing video work and behind the camera and doing all kinds of stuff too. So yeah. a couple of years ago, we produced a short film and it got a whole bunch of awards and I've produced some other independent films. And so we're kind of stepping into, okay, what other kind of content do we want to create? Yeah. You know, I'm mm -hmm. working a little bit on a music docu-series to really get into, you know, what it's like to be an artist and so, you know, I kind of want to be juggling this world of music and television if we can, you know, if we can do it right. So content creation, you know, always giving people, you know, something to inspire them to, you know, think about and just entertain. Amazing. Absolutely love it. Hook Diggy, you are absolutely rocking it at the moment. So you just keep, oh, keep going for it. Keep doing oh, it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it amazing so i mean you know you've mentioned a few obviously websites you know in terms of finding uh, this is hip-hop thursday um i mean where where else can our viewers go to find out more about you yeah if you just go to hookdiggy.com that's h-o-k-d-i-g-g-y everything about me is on there you know the social media links on there the videos the music uh, tickets to the release party, yeah. uh, my bio, photos, how to contact press, more interviews like this, uh, you know, the uh, upcoming things. And the most important thing is uh, joining my Hook Diggy music fam. So I have a private Facebook group that people can join. And in there, I do monthly live streams where every month I'll give them a concert and we'll do songs and I'll interact with them and we'll give away free stuff. You know, we do sometimes I'll do contests. Like we just did a contest early this week for, um, VIP tickets to the mic check music release party. 
And so it was just simple. I was like, you know, just give your name. Tell me what you would like to see me do at the Mike Check Music Release Party. And then I went live and announced the winners. And it was so cool going through the answers, you know, asking like, you know, what can I do for you for this party? And, and this one answer I remember specifically, somebody was like, ah, the music is good, so maybe some food. And I was like, well, I got to think about <laughs> I was like, I, I got to think about how I could give everybody food. I don't know if I get it delivered all at the same time. You know, so we can all eat. Yeah, they eat and share together. But, you know, it's that kind of that kind of collaboration and, you know, connection with fans I love having. And I do that in my private Facebook group called the Hook Diggy Music Fam. So if you, you know, you like connecting with artists, and that's important for me because, yeah, anybody can get on stage. I can do a song, drop the mic, take my check and go home. And not care anything about anybody in the crowd, but you know, having that connection to ask, hey, what's going on with you guys? You know, um, in that group, in that Facebook group, you know, I connect with them almost every day, like checking in, hey, how's everybody doing? What are you guys doing? You know, I'll hop on live, be like, and then I hop off. So, you know, it's a community of people who like Hook Diggy and you know, like being part of the fam. And you can get all of that at hookdiggy.com. Amazing. Well, consider Rhyme Entertainment part of the Hook Diggy fam. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And I think this interview has not only inspired um, our regular viewers, but also I think it's definitely going to inspire musicians and show them the importance of connection to their fans, which is very, very important. And a little secret, of course, is if you own your brand as an artist, nobody can take that away from you. I know that artists want to get signed. You want to get those checks. You want to get those advances. But it's the music business for a reason. And, you know, the more of yourself that you already have ingrained in who you are as an artist and your brand, the harder it is for anybody to come take that away from you. Yeah. So very important to those artists that are listening. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. I mean, Hook Digger, before we wrap this up, is there anything else? I mean, you've given so, uh, so many tips and advice already. Is there anything else you would like to say to the viewers before we come to a close? Yeah, sure. I would say for the artists out there that feel that they aren't good enough, they feel like they don't have the support, they've given it up for however many times, the umpteenth time, hey, the the your dreams and your goals are waiting for you to just make the decision and if you make the decision to stick with it and go ahead and pick it up this is going to be the time this is the time to do it I don't want anybody to ever not follow their dream because I know what that's like to be like hey, you know it's just not gonna happen you are not too old you are not not talented enough there is somebody out there that wants to connect with you and hear what you have to say so let's get to it amazing message Absolutely. Thank you so yeah. much, Hook Diggy, for being a guest on our show. Yes. Um, we're wishing you all the success and we can't wait to hear more from you. Thank you guys so much for having me and much blessings to the Rhyme Entertainment family. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more Rhyme Entertainment Showcase.
Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people.